episode 29 on this beautiful saturday july 21st or sunday july 22nd if you're like me and across the date line <laughs> uh, i am host your host today andre cole aka your girl's favorite sonic oc i am joined by alex party on wayne uh party on allison <laughs> I, I guess I should just say party on. I, I know the reference, but I don't know what to say. Uh, also, uh, Erica Hernandez. Party on. And <laughs> Patrick. Our oh, best, best boy. boy. Party on, best boy. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> that thing. My hands really... smell like flea spray. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, oh, we yeah. should say that Sam is out because he's getting married. Yay! I'm saying that something horrible was happening to Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Sam is out because he's getting his wisdom uh, teeth removed. He already, no, he already did that. Yeah, you're right. Did he? I, I don't think he missed an episode because of that. I, I don't think so either. I think, he did I, I think that was one of the ones where he was drunk. <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to drink while you get your wisdom teeth out either. Isn't how you get a dry socket? I don't know. I had a lot of oral surgery in high school. Ugh. I knocked out one of my front teeth. Ugh. I wouldn't recommend it. Um, but what I would recommend is playing some video games. They're okay. Yeah. Sometimes. They're over. Oh, they're over? Oh, well. Done. You know, if, if they're over, there's a lot of good video games out there. If they're over, that means you just have time to go back and play all the good ones. Sure. You don't, to, you don't have to worry about like, oh man, September. Oh, there's so many games in September. <laughs> February twenty second. What am I gonna play on February twenty second? There's like eight <laughs> games. You don't have to worry about it anymore. Play all backlogs all the time. So speaking of backlogs, Alex, what have you been playing? All right. Well, as you know, I am a hardcore gamer, and I ain't got time for that casual shit. So. <laughs> What I have brought for y'all is a casual game that you can play on your cell phone every now and again. <laughs> <laughs> so it is called Wordscapes. I don't know if any of you guys have tried, tried mm -hmm. it before. It's pretty good. Yeah, I think I have. Yeah, it's a free-to-play phone phone game for your uh, iOS or your Androids or whatever. I really doubt it's on BlackBerry or, I don't know, Palm Pilots or whatever the hell else the kids don't <laughs> use these days. WebOS. Yeah. flip phones that still exist. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> oh god. It probably doesn't work on your Nokia brick, but <laughs> it's um it's basically like a word finder game in like a crossword puzzle format. So at the top half of the screen you have like a crossword puzzle and then the bottom half you have a word bank of like four, five, six, seven letters and basically you're finding all the words that you can make by connecting all those words like only using one letter at a time. That's uh, fun. It's actually, yeah, it's, it starts really easy, obviously, because you start with like three during the tutorial levels and then it gets really insidious later, like using really obscure terminology and like, oh, it's, it's rough, but it's, what it's, did you say 
was called? Wordscapes. Wordscapes. So All like right, like like, like landscapes, but for words. And yeah, okay. it's good. It's a good like it's a good way to test your vocabulary and stuff like that. But I have to say the free to playness is it goes by it pretty honestly. Like you mm-hmm. only the only things you would pay for are removing ads or receive receiving tools that will give you like hints and stuff to complete puzzles. So like mm-hmm. it's not like, oh, you can only do ten puzzles today unless you pay us money. It's no it's just <laughs> do as many as you can as long as your brain works. And so on that note, all the puzzles are handcrafted. So if you really wanted to be like get around it, you could just look up the answers on the internet. But mm-hmm. you know, that's no fun. So I don't know. It's good. Um also with the free to playness of it, it's really generous with giving you currency. Like uh, I've been playing it since last week and I got tons of currency. Basically like the equivalent of if I'd spent like 10 or 15 bucks. So That's not bad. Yeah. So like pretty generous, pretty good. Just good way to just if you're bored for like 20 minutes just sit down and do it for a little while. So What was that game called again? Wordscapes. Like landscapes Wordscapes. with word. Okay. I think they have like different themes on the app store too. Like there's one with like flowers as a theme. So like a lot of the words have to do with like petal or pollen or something like that. But uh, so you're downloading like word packs. They're separate apps, but the the core app, I think, give me one second. I'll open it up. And then like, you are not going to be wanting for, uh, for levels. For content. Yeah. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's somewhere around, 3,000 levels or something like that? Oh, wow. Give me a second. 3,000 words. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. 4,000 levels. So Wow. I I definitely don't know 4,000 words. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if they had this in Japanese, you'd be be having some real trouble if it was just pure kanji. But, (laughs) but... But no, it's it's really good. I would recommend it if you're looking for something to play on a commute. I'm about to be on an airplane for a lot of hours, so I just downloaded it. <laughs> I think uh, Cheska played a whole ton of it on her flight back, so yeah. That sounds good. Good game. Um, Thank you. I don't know. Other than that, played a couple of random things. Played some more Gary's Mod with some friends. That's always fun. Just went into... Oh, oh man. Okay. So, have you ever... <laughs> we, we were like... Yeah, now I want to hear this. We, we were like, we want to play some Prop Hunt, but there's only three of us. I don't know if you guys have ever played Prop Hunt. So, I'm familiar with the idea. Yeah. yeah. So if if you are not familiar with the idea, basically there are objects in a in a world. So let's say like a pizza or a watermelon or a chair or something like that. And there are two teams, one of props and one of hunters. The props can go walk up to any of these these things and turn into it and try and hide and like blend into the environment. And the hunters are trying to figure out which ones are like the people and which ones are fake and stuff like that. So we're yep. like, yeah, we want to do a bit of that. So we went into a random server and man people in that community can take things real seriously Mm. we did things like we had three of us we want to be on the same team so one of us switched teams and they're like oh we saw you switch teams well you can get away with a warning but you know that's against the rules kind of thing wow like if next time ask us for permission kind of stuff and it was like oh my god you guys really take this seriously (laughs) yeah that sounds really intense for like playing around in gary's mod yeah a lot of times i think those servers are kind of like this is my kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> like a little bit power trippy. <laughs> I, I believe it was the server owner who said this to us. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but either way, that game's also fun. Gary's mod. You should maybe play it. It's been around for like 20 years. Yeah. Mm, has it? 
don't know. Yeah. When did Half-Life 2 come out? 2004? Yeah, I think that maybe. Like a year right. or two after that, maybe. So 15-ish yeah. years? Yeah. God. It's a long time. We're old. <laughs> We're old. Yeah. Wow. I had a quarter century last week. Congratulations. You old yeah. man. I got news for you. It doesn't get better after that. <laughs> oh, it's all been downhill since 22. <laughs> no good songs about being 23. No. 24. <laughs> Is there a song about being 24? 25. I. Wow. Well, eventually you can. There's a there's a pirate looks at 40. Jimmy Buffett song. <laughs> you got uh, that to look forward to. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you all hey. have that to look forward to. If it's good enough for Justin McElroy, it's good enough for me. That, that you know that my standards might be a little low in that case. I, I, reading some of those Munch Squad things and the things he'll eat. <laughs> oh no. Uh, anyway, uh, Allison, what have you yes. brought this week? Uh, I have brought this week and probably for the next couple of weeks. To just be honest, more of <laughs> Octopath Traveler. Yay! I, uh, including what I. Uh, played last week i've got about 20 hours total in because i'm like non-stop playing this game and i still feel like i am so behind everybody else in the community because i see people talking about their like level 50 level 60 characters and i'm like oh well that's that's fun that's that's you're far um but i just finished picking up all the characters and i am now starting to going around and doing side quests and man i really like this game it is uh it is like a lot i i like it a lot more than i thought i would and i was already looking forward to it um one thing that i didn't mention last week because i didn't know about it but that is really impressing me is that the quest design is really good i think um like especially for some of the side quests um because a lot of it involves use it it, it isn't just go to place a pick up plate thing b like go to the next place and fight that person like a lot of games kind of have those side quests where it's basically just either a fetch quest or you go kill something whereas here i feel like a lot of it is based off of you kind of logicking your way through these like little puzzles uh, like I don't want to give away too many of them but there's one pretty early on where there's a fisherman who's like I'm not catching any fish so you have to like think to go upstream to go deal with something there and you use one of your characters like side abilities to get information out of people and it's it just like it, it feels like I don't know like a, a really good just every every system in this game feels so good. And so I, I feel like just every little detail of this game works for me very specifically. So I, I've just been really enjoying it and I can't really put it down. So it's been it's been a very good time. And I like all the character stories so far. Uh, I too have been playing Octopath Traveler. I've gotten like 30 hours into it. Um, so what chapter twos have you done? Um, I'm only, I'm like halfway through Therian's chapter two and that's about it. I've been doing, I've been doing a lot of side quests or just kind of going, like I backtracked to a lot of the cities that I've already been to and just saw, is there anything side quest to do here? So yeah, but only Therian so far. I think my biggest complaint about the side quests is 
they're just i don't know i i haven't felt like they're that amazing like going around like using the path abilities like the one you mentioned about the fishing that one was like one of the better ones which is surprising because it's just like it's a quest about a guy having trouble catching fish and it, they're all very simple but um mm-hmm. so i find my I, I find myself wanting more from that stuff and i'm doing the side quests because i have heard that by doing side quests is how you unlock like the true ending type stuff mm-hmm. like the where everything starts to come together and I've been, I haven't found anything that like seems to hint towards that. I can see maybe where the stories will start to intersect or where they could intersect later on down the road, but I haven't, yeah, I don't know. I've completed five, six chapter twos. I haven't done Primroses or Oberlin, Oberon. What's the guy's name? Ulbrick. 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 I haven't done his uh, chapter two either. And it's been like, I don't want to do Primroses because my main character is Ophelia. And so they have the same like path action. Mm -hmm. So I don't want. I I can't take Ophelia out of my party and I don't understand why. Yeah, that 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 is kind of annoying. That is probably my biggest annoyance with the game is that once you choose your main character, they kind of stay as your main, and you can't remove them from the party at all, which gets really frustrating. Like, um, like I'm doing Therions right now, and my main character, who I chose, was Tressa. So they do have the same, like, relatively similar, either purchasing things or stealing things. Mm-hmm. And stealing so, is way better, unless you can only get like eight percent. Eight percent yeah. steal rate. That oh, you're yeah. Like, okay, Tressa, I, come on. Yeah, I, I, I steal everything because I'm terrible. But um, yeah, no, th- that that is probably my biggest gripe is that I do wish that you could swap people out, and I don't really understand why they don't let you do that. Um, why they my understanding have, like, is once you finish chapter four for that character, which is like the end of their mm-hmm. their story, then you can swap them out. Is what I've that's heard. That's like way down the road for me. Yeah, no, that's like that's really oh, weird. Wow. That's that feels like a non, like that's almost you're almost done with the game then. Well, <laughs> so well, weird. Then you you finish that character, then you've got seven more to do. But well, right, yeah, yeah but yeah, I don't know. And uh, I yeah. know that you can kind of jump ahead, like if you want to, you could. Um, I mean, you'd have to make sure that you're leveled so you can just, like, do that all that character story in one go. Yeah. But you can skip around some somewhat for the chapters if you needed to. So, like, yeah. I could really, you know, focus on as soon as I'm leveled up remotely enough, I could go do Tressa's chapter four and then be able to switch in and out. But it's it's just weird, and I'm like... Just, just let me switch her out too, especially since I'm not a huge fan of her combat-wise. So I'm like, if I could have a team full of these four people, it would be so amazing. Oh, so uh, I, I don't think this is a spoiler. Uh, have you unlocked like the, there's like a item menu or a menu thing that's like just a bunch of question marks? Have you unlocked that yet? Not yet. And I... I think I know what you're talking about because I saw people talking about okay, it. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, 
maybe minor spoiler not really it's an rpg uh that's it's like you can uh unlock secondary jobs for all the characters oh yeah that's pretty common knowledge yeah. i think just not yeah. with that menu that that's what the menu is for yeah. but yeah. yeah so when you it's once you start doing the chapters two stuff generally i think for all the cities once you start to get near them on the mini map there'll be like this weird like coliseum looking thing and if you go over to that it'll be a cave and you go inside the cave and then you'll get your secondary jobs and so you like you'll get one i don't remember what the one near tresses chapter two was but basically i've got scholar cleric thief warrior and i think i've got five of them right now but that like opened up the combat so much more because suddenly i'm like okay i'm using let's see my main party that i like is ophelia who is cleric mm-hmm. uh Therion, who is thief uh honey hunter and uh, uh elfin the apothecary what i don't what was chemist i don't know what is yeah think is that what his thing is? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't think, think it is. <laughs> no, I, I yeah. don't know. But uh, so then, like, I made Alfin into a warrior because he's got, like, crazy health for some reason. So then he's, like, and, like, all this stuff. And so, and then Ophelia into, like, the scholar. So now she's got, like, crazy magic. And it's it's so good. And, like, the combat oh, opened sounds, up way more at that point. Well, that sounds really fun. Because also, that, I would recommend yeah. going around and trying to find those secondary jobs because it'll make it'll change the game. I might have to do that, like, if first thing to pick those up because yeah. that, sounds, that sounds really fun. And, uh, and, and I like the combat as it is now, but the idea of just adding even more dimensions to it is really exciting. And also, <laughs> yeah. Uh, adding adding on the uh adding on the secondary jobs also makes it so they can equip different weapons too mm-hmm. oh, that's cool. so that's like too. so now like elfin has like a sword a pole a pole arm an axe and i think and a dagger or no not a dagger i think just an axe pole arm and a sword and that's so, pretty cool yeah, yeah it's very good and i would recommend doing that and then you can you can only have one job per each character, and then you can like learn all their skills and stuff, and then get their passive skills and mix and match with their other jobs. So, cool. Yeah, uh, I recommend that. Very very fun. Uh, and you don't start getting it until the chapter two quest, but then you get like the travel banter between the characters. So, oh, like, that's cool too. Yeah, I just thought after, that was it. Didn't have. I just that. started getting. So it's it made me af- really happy when that happened. Yeah, so it's after like cutscenes, not every cutscene, but after cut, yeah. like the cutscenes in the chapter two in the chapter stories, it'll be like push the plus button, and then it'll bring up like two characters in your party, usually the main character in that chapter, and then whoever else is in your party, one of those characters, and they'll have like a little chat. Mm. Nothing like super consequential, but no. There but are... I I heard a lot of people who had not even picked up all the characters yet complaining Mm. that there's no interactions between them and that was my that's my biggest problem with the game is that the characters don't interact with each other so that's cool to hear that that does start to happen yeah uh i would recommend in honey's chapter two have ophelia in your party cool also with cyrus probably have any of the women in your party yeah i'm sure (laughs) 
that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> main Ophelia seemed to be the main one, but yeah, Ophelia and Henny, I ship it. <laughs> nice. Also, also, Henny, like, can we just say that like playing with Henny in your party is just so much fun for combat. Oh, she's awesome, and she's you get to so play Pokemon good. too. I know. It's like po- It's like Pokemon. She's who I picked first, so uh, I just wish she didn't talk so dumb. <laughs> so you know, I wish that you all of her people like didn't talk so how dumb. she talketh. <laughs> she's grown on me, and her combat like uh, her combat barks are kind of cool. Um, even though they're that style of communication. I just hate the the fact that everybody else talks that way in her town. <laughs> I don't like in how she doth talketh. Talking? Yeah, Talking. I did pick her. They shouldn't let you pick her first in the demo because I picked her first and I was like, there is no way I'm going to play this game because I thought all the dialogue <laughs> was going to be like that. And I was like, no fucking way. I'll play the rest of this demo and then I'm done. But uh, apparently but the no, game it's, isn't... It's the game isn't localized for China. It's only in English. And it's like people there are just like, this is like a test for English majors. <laughs> uh, but uh, any other thoughts about Octopath? Are, are y'all you playing it on your televisions or are you walking around the house and such playing it? Uh, I've only played it um, mobile so far. I've only played it. I haven't played it docked at all. Um, I've done both. Uh, I've been strictly mobile while watching things, which I'll get to later. It, the music is incredible in that game. And um, so coming through my soundbar, it sounds way better than it does in the handheld. And it's like mm-hmm. good enough that there's times when I'm like, eh, I'm not going to listen to a podcast. I'd rather listen to the soundtrack. Um, so I'll just, I've just sat and played it with it on the TV and like being the only thing I'm doing. The combat's mm-hmm. engaging enough that it's not like... <laughs> boring to do that oh for sure like i i've been playing it on the uh bus to and from work every day and i thought i was going to be putting on a podcast and kind of just you know grinding out a couple battles here and there but it it, is i'm just like no i gotta listen to the music Mm -hmm. so i put my headphones in my in my switch and i've been doing that lately what i'm hearing is that this is going to come up later in the year um, okay, so I think I mentioned a couple times that I needed a, like, really good game to um, challenge Celeste in terms of number one. This probably is it. Um, it's, it, it's like hitting me in a way that not very many games do, and I, I'm really loving it. I uh, will have to see how it goes, because for me, like, there's not a, there's not, like, any meaningful changes between chapters like every chapter plays out pretty much the same um uh, which is kind of the problem i had with nino kuni 2 uh like i'm having fun with the game but i i think it's pretty like safe the the struggle that i'm kind of having like it there's a very good chance it will end up on my top 10 list but largely because i don't know that i will have played nine like 10 other games that are better than it but i don't know Mm -hmm. that i i don't know yet you've played a lot more than me so this isn't really meant as a knock against the game but i it's not having the same effect on me like i'm not sitting here going like oh this is my game of the year while i play it um and i have done that with a couple of other games so far this year so um uh we'll see i'll i i definitely though in terms of music i don't think there's a i don't think i've played a game with better music this year for sure 
So yeah, I, I mean, I totally get that as somebody that's that's talking about how much I love the game. I feel like part of it for me is that it's scratching very particular itches mm-hmm. that I in gaming that I like. So it's like uh, every every element is that kind of specific. Allison's gonna love this element when it comes to JRPGs in particular. So. So I, I, I definitely don't know if it's the game for everybody, but I do think it's really great. Calling it a game of the year certainly doesn't, a contender certainly doesn't sound crazy to me. Even if I don't know that I would put it there, I don't think that sounds out of out of the norm. I don't know. It's it's a very good game. There's, I can kind of see what Andre's saying in terms of I've only having only played the chapter one stuff for each character, um, but. Uh, I don't know. I'm also really intrigued to see what happens after the story. I know there's a lot of like kind of hushed tones about like hidden stuff at the end. So, and I don't want to know because I don't want the spoilers, but I've heard some pretty positive stuff about the where places it goes with the optional crazy stuff, which is usually my favorite stuff in JRPGs. So yeah. And I've heard good things about where the stories go to. Um, so I'm really excited to get to mm-hmm. further in the stories. Do you guys like, I haven't, I haven't played it enough to, make comments like i haven't played since the demo but would you say that it's a super ambitious game that goes for it and like nails parts of that ambition or is it like like you said it plays it kind of safe with some parts or like which parts are more ambitious than others i don't necessarily think it's that ambitious really i think it's i think it's just well it's just well crafted the the combat is like well executed um you know I haven't seen anything where it's like, wow, this is just, they really, they really did something here. It's just like, the, yeah, the visuals something. I would say are maybe pretty ambitious. The way that they, that they do the environments with the sprites on them is could have totally fallen flat and been really bad, but that's something that seems pretty universally loved about the game from everywhere that I've heard. Uh, it leads to some kind of basic map design, but uh, I haven't found that to be a, like, that that's not bad um so but i don't know that i'd say the game on the whole it's a bunch of anthology it's sort of like an anthology series with a bunch of different characters which is different um at least to me i haven't really played jrpgs like that but i don't know if i'd say that that's crazy ambitious fair enough yeah i kind of saw it in that final fantasy 6 way where like you know huge parties and stuff like that but i didn't know if they went for it harder than that or not so yeah, because the stories, at least the main stories that you're playing through, you have the travel banter, but it, it really it doesn't matter who's in your party. Yeah. Honestly, maybe that's the most ambitious thing about it is, and maybe this changes. I kind of hope it doesn't, but I don't really want to know if it doesn't either, um, or if it does or doesn't. But one of the things that is really maybe ambitious about it in a weird way is that JRPGs are always about like massive world-ending events. You know, like they're always about these huge things happening. And what's kind of cool about Octopath is like it's not at all. It's about like a huntress trying to go find her teacher and a cleric that's trying to complete a journey for her sister and like a scholar that's looking to find an ancient book. Like none of it is like there's no stakes for any of these characters really other than their very personal stakes that like. And that's that's kind of ambitious because you just don't see that in JRPGs. Fair enough. Yeah, and I think that's that's part of what I really like about it too. Is just it, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like 
you have to get to this chapter, otherwise the world will end. It's like, you know, you, you have a little bit of leeway to do things like, at your own time, at your own pace, and it doesn't feel like you're messing around when the universe is being torn to shreds. It's like a slice of life JRPG. <laughs> that makes it sound way more appealing to me. <laughs> that, that's, that's probably the most appealing part from a storytelling perspective is like that's part of why I can I could have gotten over it if there was no actual banter like the characters never addressed each other I wouldn't have been surprised um I'm fine with that dialogue happening in my head while doing these very mundane stories that are still fun and interesting to follow hmm. yeah I think you uh, guys just sold me on that game <laughs> I think I'm gonna this, buy it now with the slice of life or everything else <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the slice of life part like, <laughs> like before and, that I, I mean I kind of knew what the game was I kind of figured I knew what I was getting into but I kind of liked the idea that you know the world's not going to end if I don't do so like that's kind of what I don't like about the Persona games is that like I just feel even though those are really the only JRPGs I've put time into but I just don't I feel like if I'm not in a if I'm not grinding out the dungeons I'm wasting my time all the time and I want to be doing the other stuff and you know that seems like you could kind of do that in this game. Oh, it's totally dungeons different structurally. This dungeons in a day. It's <laughs> you know, it, it the dungeons also, aren't the appeal in this game. But not at all. Dungeons are major like afterthought. From, yeah. from the outside and maybe I'm totally wrong it kind of reminds me of like a Paper Mario kind of structure. See, that's part of why I like it so much. Like <laughs> yeah. it's very much a different game in terms of like the combat is different. And I mean, mm. obviously it doesn't have quite the same aesthetic, aesthetic. like yeah. And, yeah. and the same also humor that Paper Mario does. Although there, there is some, humor some really funny stuff in Octopath yeah. for sure. Yeah. But it's, it's, it definitely has a very different tone. But but that's like that's part of like Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door is probably my favorite game of all time and that's yeah. a big part of why I, I think I like this game so much is that it, it gives me yeah. them those vibes. Everything makes sense now. <laughs> Everything's coming together. All right. Well, we look forward to more Octopath updates from the three of us and possibly from Erica when she <laughs> returns from vacation in yeah. August. Wait, yeah, in August. I'm missing so, three weeks. Nice. Wait, so speaking of games that we have had multiple updates for on the podcast, has anybody touched Monster Hunter in like recent weeks? I'm nope. going to because I'm on vacation. <laughs> I'm on. going to. I'm I'm going to return to Dragon Ball Fighters. I want oh man. I won't get into it right <laughs> now. I'll wait till my turn, but I'll I watched some videos last night. Oh boy. I've never like been so hyped for a fighting game like tournament video that's pretty rad but that team is it the same team that's also doing kill a kill and Mon- uh, uh my hero academia uh the kill a kill game is an outside studio and that arc system works is like producing on okay. they aren't like they aren't making the game they're but they're like overseeing and like helping distribute and like that kind of stuff and get them getting the deals done i guess and my hero academia i don't know i imagine i think arc system works just has like a ton of teams because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like they're still doing dlc there is like uh dragon ball fighters is the most popular game at evo this year it has like the most entrance like that game's getting a season two of like dlc they're gonna put in my girl kefla 
gonna do it. Uh, <laughs> they, they have so much. Like, they're just Dragon Ball. Like Tenkaichi games had like over a hundred characters. This game has like thirty, I think, with like all the DLC. And half of them are Goku. <laughs> the, real talk. The new DLC base form Goku and Vegeta. There's already Super Saiyan Goku and Vegeta, Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Goku and Vegeta. Oh no. <laughs> Fused Goku and Vegeta in Vegito. <laughs> and now big form regular ass Goku and Vegeta. <laughs> that could come out at the beginning of next month. <laughs> also, they're using Vegeta to sell refrigerators because like they've got like Vegeta holding a cabbage in front of a refrigerator and they're like it's the vegeta fridge because it can hold so many vegetables <laughs> god wouldn't it make sense to be for it to be frieza <laughs> but he's evil oh fair enough but she doesn't want an evil fridge he's a crunchy exterior and a soft gooey interior <laughs> i didn't want to talk about drip i I'm going to send y'all this video of this, I think it's from CEO, this Dragon Ball Fighters match. You need to watch like the last five minutes. It's Goichi versus Leffen. And so it's like I watched Evo that match. moment 37. Like it's I, crazy. I watched that match and I actually, it taught me that I think that was like my final like dog. You're never going to understand or get fighting games. Cause like I saw people <laughs> freaking out about that match and I watched the whole thing and I was like, eh. The, so, the end of it is insane. I mean, I but, could never do that. I wasn't. It's not like I wasn't impressed by their ability, but I wasn't like excited at all by it. Which mm-hmm. isn't because I don't think it's exciting. It's because I just think I just don't think I'm ever going to get fighting games yeah, as much that, as I that, want to. That's fair. Uh, I don't know. Since I've I talked about a bunch about Dragon Ball, now I'm just going to keep going about the other stuff I've watched. Then we'll go to Pat. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> So while I've been playing Octopath, I've been watching like a lot of SGDQ VODs um, just because mainly for ones that I already like. Uh, like games I've seen run before, like Twin Snakes. And, yeah, that's a cool run. Uh, like Metal Gear runs in general, like Metal Gear 2, 3. No one runs Metal Gear 4 for GDQ. And in the past, like when it came out i would understand why it's because between like each stage or like chapter they had to do like an hour-long load <laughs> uh but now it doesn't have to do that you can just install the whole thing to a ps4 ps3 and you're good and you just play the whole thing i'm surprised no one runs that at gdq yeah uh but other yeah. games i like to watch are like core games silent hill 2 uh I saw Resident Evil 4 speedrun for the first time. There's some crazy shit that you can do, like going outside the level and like stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I've seen that before. That's crazy. Um, did you see the Doom speedrun where they did some outside the level no, craziness? No, I should have that. Was yeah, that was super um, cool. Was it Doom original Doom? Oh, 2016. 2016. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I, but so it this led me down like resident evil speedruns are some of my favorites i'm considering trying to learn how to speedrun seven maybe um but there there's someone out there making a mod for resident evil hd remaster so the the remaster of the first game on pc it's a randomizer Ooh, that's cool yeah so people like uh the idea like i, I don't know if link to the past was the first game to do it but basically it takes a game you know yeah 
and it replaces all the items with so they they show up in different spots so instead of getting like the lantern first and link to the past maybe you get a bottle or something i think the idea is you're able to complete the game it's supposed to seed it so you can complete the game but you just have to figure out where the items are and figure out puzzles in non-standard ways uh so yeah i kind of has me wanting to try i don't know resident evil hd remaster that well i've only played it once but it would be fun to try out the randomizer because mm-hmm. and it also randomizes the enemies so like instead of the first zombie you meet you could meet like a shark or a spider yeah that's neat. <laughs> so you just got like sharks swimming along on the ground <laughs> that's funny really silly uh i'll see if i can find a video and i'll show you guys because it's it's something special that's cool yeah um but pat what have you been playing uh you should actually go to erica so i can hop up for two minutes okay she wanted to go (laughs) right back it's okay my video's okay now yeah my video's okay now um yeah i saw it was in there that's the only reason i said that (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah i've been playing uh new japan pro wrestling king of sports um it's it, if you're looking for it in the app store it's njpwkos um God. yeah <laughs> so i will say right off the bat if you don't care about the license do not play this game <laughs> it's not great but i'm 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 enjoying it but I think it's because I super care about the license, you know? <laughs> um, so essentially, you you are like a dojo boy. You're a, you're a young lion, um, and you're training. My young lion is named uh, Boy Forge, which Andre came up with for me. <laughs> I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I did not disclose this at the time. I like it. It's fun. I like He's grown on me a lot. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you, you, you're training in the dojo, um, you can, you can pick like what style wrestler you want to be. So I'm a strong style wrestler, which is just like a good, well-balanced wrestler in this game. Um, but you could also wrestle submission styles, strike styles, power styles. Um, and that just kind of affects what kinds of moves you're better at and you can gain levels on quicker and which moves you're weaker against in a fight um but it's it's rock paper scissors <laughs> it's it's just rock paper scissors you know <laughs> like like all of your matches are um you you decide whether you want to throw like a strike move you want to do a submission move you want to do a power move and then you just like you you or it's a throwing not not power throwing move and uh and you know what certain ones are weak against others and it's just that but the thing that i like about it is that it forces you to have a good match like you can't just like pound on the dude like you know not let the guy get any hits in and uh like it forces you to kind of like it, or it doesn't force you, but you get lower points, a lot lower points, if you aren't having an interesting match. Like you want it to not feel one-sided. You want to, you know, throw in some shitty moves. You want to like kick out. You want to, you know, have have a good match. <laughs> but um, the other thing that I like too is that you can uh, 
pick what type of body type you want for your young lion, which is cool. My, my guy's a junior heavyweight, but they have like up to sumo, <laughs> which is fun. <laughs> um, and the other thing too, that's, that's cool is that like, if you know about the young lions in new Japan, they have, they're, a very limited skill set like the, that they're allowed to use like they're only allowed to do like a couple of moves like they they can do like boston crabs and like drop kicks pretty much <laughs> like a few other things so it's it's definitely true to that like i have very limited move set and i'm dressed like a young lion which is like plain black trunks and no elbow pads or knee pads or anything um and yeah it's cool i would say that Definitely don't play it if you don't care about New Japan. Uh, and also, there's some wrestlers that are missing in the game that I think are kind of weird. Like, like I'm surprised that I didn't see like Zack Saber Jr. or you know. I don't, know. I don't. I don't see Cheeseburger on there. Cheeseburgers with Ring of Honor, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, you know what? He might. He might actually show up because there there are some like daily challenge things too where. Um, you you just wrestle against other people, and there were some CMLL guys there. Like I, I definitely played, uh, fought against Roosh. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. There's there might he might be in there. I'm just not sure. Uh, they do have some fun taglines for everybody, which is cool, and you know, they they seem more or less like stuff the wrestlers would say my my tagline and i don't get to pick it but i'm just assuming it's all just young lions is just a really loud screamed yes <laughs> so <laughs> that's, that's gimmick infringement daniel bryan should see <laughs> it's not that same kind of yes more like a yes <laughs> and i just come out very enthusiastic and excited all the time like it, yano who's a wrestler who is famous for trying to sell you his dvds all the time he comes out with the dvds and like it, that's his tagline is saying that you could buy it for like a thousand yen <laughs> <laughs> just it's very goofy he does like his low blows like it, like all the moves seem true to the wrestlers they have all of their their usual moves how do you low blow in a rock paper scissors game it uh like the the rock paper scissors game <laughs> like the like you decide which moves are on which one so like like okay like my my submission move is uh like is the boston crab so that's you know that that's rock or whatever <laughs> so you know it's there's different ones for you pick which move you want for which of the the, the rock paper scissors slots but a low blow is an illegal move How do it you is that? that's that's Question the morality of this game. There's no, there's no referee that I've seen, so maybe that's what it is. <laughs> so there's nobody there to disqualify you. So Erica, question. Yeah. I'm looking at this video for our video version of the podcast. Does it look as hot garbage on the the mobile screen as it does on this? Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, like I don't think there were many people worked on this game. It is extremely poorly translated. It, it does not look nice in any kind of way. <laughs> and 
like a, it looks like a PS1 game. Yeah, like there is no style to it. I mean, there is a style, but it's a bad style, you know? Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks made this game by themselves. <laughs> like, I wouldn't be surprised. It's just like, like, I feel like if I had an artist, I could make this game, you know? It's not, it's not great. <laughs> But it's fun. Uh, uh, the other thing that I think is fun, too, is that if you want to um, level up your moves, you have to go train in the dojo. The trainer that's there, uh, there's there's a few, but I only have one unlocked right now, is Kutetsu Yamamoto, who was a trainer. Uh, he's died a, uh, died a few years ago, but it was kind of nice that, you know, he's like the one that they put in there. You see his face all the time, so that's kind of nice. But um, the, the thing that you have to do is... Um, if you want to, if you want to upgrade any of your moves, you have to train. So by training, like the, it's pretty famous that the young lions that their warm up every day is to do five hundred to a thousand Hindu squats. So like a common thing is like, okay, you just got to keep tapping, and then your little guy just does like a bunch of Hindu squats there, <laughs> and it's fun. Um, it's cute. Like you see them doing like the normal workout that you would expect the young lions to be doing, and it. it I, I think it's charming. <laughs> The load screens are are more squats or like push ups or like two dudes just like striking each other over and over. It's 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 charming if you care about New Japan. It's a bad game though. <laughs> it's it's better fan service than a game. Yeah, and even at that, like it's it's not. It could be more in terms of fan service. You know, there there could definitely be more of it. I can't see anybody wanting to play this long term. Is it better than Harry Potter Hogwarts Mystery? Yes. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Easy. Let me tell you, a lot of people play Harry Potter Hogwarts Mystery. It's like <laughs> our worst fears happened and yeah. that game is fucking huge and people adore it. Well, you talked people about adore it. Three, you talked about it for like three weeks, and our number one <laughs> podcast in the world has so much influence. Like, no wonder so many people. Are I've talked yeah. to like ten people who are like, "Yeah, I mean, it's just a, it's it's not really much of a game, but it's the best Harry Potter thing I've had in a long time." And it's just like, no, just mm, no, it's throw off the bonds. They've now read, read the Harry Potter books. That's we're ready for time. another 25 years before someone takes a stab at making a good <laughs> Harry Potter game because this one worked. Uh, Wait, hold on. I've had this stuck in my head since Erica was talking about the taglines and like the, the yes. Yes, <laughs> queen of strong style. <laughs> That's Boy Forge. That's my dude. He's the He's queen of strong style. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that! Oh, I completely forgot to say too that the the free to playness of it. I first of all, fuck it, this is horrible. It's like <laughs> it's like <laughs> you have like a stamina. Uh, oh no, you have fighting spirit. Excuse me, you have fighting spirit, and you know, so you can do pretty much like three matches at a time. Um, but uh, if when you go into the store to like purchase more stamina or fighting spirit um you you have to enter your age and 
it's it locks how much you're allowed to spend based on your age. So if you're under 16, you can spend up to $50 per month <laughs> on this game. It's probably a Japan regulation or something. I'm yeah. thinking that. It's like it's if you're 16 to 19, you can buy up to $200 a month and if you're 20 or older, there's no limit, which is strange. <laughs> 20 is the current age of legal adulthood in Japan. Uh, it's lowering to 18 they passed a law i think to like lower the legal adulthood age so like people who are 18 and older can 18 19 can like rent a car without like parental i don't think rent a car but like get a credit card without like parental consent and stuff like that yeah i was when i was booking my hotel and stuff it, it made sure that i was over 20 for japan which is you know, yeah. So, so, so Erica, like you can drink and smoke at twenty in Japan. You can like, it's just like twenty. Okay, there you go. It's not <laughs> like can, the U.S. Like, okay, you can drive at sixteen. <laughs> and at eighteen, you can vote and join the army. Then in New but, York, you can drive with a parent in the car at sixteen. <laughs> and then at seventeen, you can get your full license. <laughs> it's yeah. weird. You can do that at fourteen here. Anyways, <laughs> um, so Erica. Yes. Would this game be made better if it was a rhythm game in VR? <laughs> I would I would play oh, a New Japan VR rhythm game. I don't know what it would look like, but S- I'd play it. Thick boys. I mean, you know what they have been they have been uh advertising some rhythm game a lot on you New just, Japan. You slap you slap the, the the boys and then they like <laughs> yelp and they all have different yelps. <laughs> They should totally make a VR wrestling game where you like you, the there's no health system. It's just that like as you get suplexed and flipped around, it's in VR, so you eventually will just vomit or throw the headset <laughs> off. Yeah, I already get enough motion sickness in VR. I don't need anybody all to the, all the effects of a concussion without the brain damage. Right, exactly. <laughs> Doesn't want that. Yeah. Like I, uh, I could see only wanting to play this game if you're very excited for Fire Pro and you want to do something until then. I'm playing this game because I'm very excited about the G1, which is happening right now, and I'm going to the last three days <laughs> in Japan. So I'm like, this is kind of just me being hype and trying to consume as much New Japan as possible until then. Um, uh, if you want a good mobile game, one I have played every day for just over two months now dragon ball legends it's okay it's okay <laughs> it's, right. it's it's decently fun i i'm downloading like a bunch of mobile games just for the airplane so i will you download do need, that you do need an internet connection to play it ah uh, fuck it then <laughs> it's a bad uh, game I, i've got a i've got an app for you to download on your on your plane ride what is it it's crunchyroll.com <laughs> offer code <laughs> wow, I wouldn't that watch. sure be a great uh, ad if we had sponsors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. we like anime. Yeah, like I've been watching podcasts. a lot of anime movies. The Studio oh, Ghibli. Yeah, ones. you've been watching all I, those Ghibli movies. I, yeah, I resubscribed a while, so I think I'm going to use that as like I'm going to watch my what hero academia and play one <laughs> just for a month. Just for a month. <laughs> yeah. Bullshit! You're not going to play it at all, and thus you wasted $15, or you're going to continue to play it for the next six months. I'm definitely not going to continue to play it for the next six months. I don't got that kind of time. 
I'm just got a month and a half off. I'm gonna play one month. I'm not gonna buy the expansion. I'm gonna play one month and I'm done. Like I'm already feeling done and I'm like level eight or nine. I didn't know Pat's voice could get that high. Like what are you doing? Back to that one. Uh, That's my general reaction whenever I hear anyone is subscribing to resubscribing to WoW. (laughs) Well, you know what, Pat? I have a question for you. Yeah. What are you doing? Uh I didn't play as much as many video games as I usually do this week. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I played some Fortnite this morning. That was weird. How'd you do? Because I... Uh, so I played 50v50. That's the only reason I'm bringing the game oh. up, because I hadn't played that before. Um, it's really cool. It's a really fun mode. It's kind of too bad that it's a limited time thing. Because it's a lot more fun to me than, like, solo queuing in a Battle Royale game. Um and I don't like playing with one or three strangers, so I don't like to do that. Uh, but playing with 50 strangers, it's like, it doesn't matter how bad you are or how dumb the decisions you make are, because <laughs> there's another 49 people. Uh, it's really fun. Um, I mostly checked out, I want to check out Fortnite again, because like every time a new season happens, I hear people say, like, holy shit, they added blank, and then... I, I kept forgetting to go back and look at the stuff that they added, and it's pretty impressive. I'm not going to say it's like a game I see myself playing daily or anything, but they really care about doing work on that game in a way that it almost feels like, and I know that it's it's business versus developers and stuff. I'm not suggesting that the people who make PUBG are doing this every day, but like PUBG felt like it went very hard in a how do we monetize this and like let's get involved in lawsuits and then like also here's some new maps here and there and Fortnite went in a like how much spaghetti can we throw at the wall (laughs) and it's kind of cool and exciting and interesting like I didn't know you could like you can do like uh shopping carts now you can run shopping carts around and like ride them down hills and go off jumps and do spins and stuff there's like they just added go-karts to it that you can ride around and that they control like Mario Kart carts. Um, and then on top of that, there's all the other like golf carts and stuff. There's all kinds of crazy different weapons now that are all over the place. There's like a grappling hook, I think like it's wild. They did a ton of weird stuff. And then when you play 50 versus 50, you can engage with as much of it as you want. Like you don't really have to do any building because you have a whole team of people that, there's inevitably going to be some people that are really into the building so you can kind of take advantage of the fact that they want to do the building and it's uh it's pretty cool um i recommend checking it out to anyone who hasn't played it or checked in on it in a few months because um they've had a lot of stuff it also looks way nicer than it did the last time i played it i always thought the art style was pretty good but the 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 way that the changes they've made to the map in terms of foliage density and draw distance and just like lots of like little optimization and lighting tweaks and things are really striking. It's a beautiful looking game at this point, as long as you like the art style even a little bit, but I don't know. It's weird. There are like, there's like this whole storyline with it now too, that I didn't know about where it has, that game has like an evolving story that takes place over the course of the seasons. It's very light, but there's like a crack in the sky now and, Stuff is falling in from other dimensions. It's wild. <laughs> Very wild. Yeah. Like, what is that? Hamburger found its way into the desert? Yep. 
Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is I haven't played Fortnite since probably last year sometime. And do they differentiate in any way, like, or like, if you're looking at a scoreboard, do they tell you who's playing on mobile versus who's on a computer or a Xbox or whatever? Not that I've seen. The way that they, the, you can set how you queue by default. It has you queue um, with squad members of the same platform and opponents of any platform on PC. But I believe for the other platforms, it has you queue. Like for iOS, it has you queue specifically with other iOS users unless you change the option to be play with people on other devices. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's I didn't see that, but I'm assuming I was playing all PC players. I think unless like there was someone like on an Xbox who was queued with a PC player, then you probably were just all PC players. Yeah. That's my assumption too. That's that's basically what that's doing is by saying that I'll queue with anyone. It's saying I'll queue against teams that have elected to include players from different platforms. Um, there is no way to request queuing with specific platforms from the PC. You can just lock it so that you don't ever play against people that are on other platforms. Rad. Nifty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else have you been doing? Um, so I played, I played a smattering of other stuff. I played, uh, my girlfriend and I are going through life is strange. Um, cause I never finished the first season. I played a lot of it, but never quite finished it. So, um, we're just about done with episode two. We're playing it in kind of small chunks, usually two sittings per episode, uh, in the evenings. That's been a lot of fun. It's really fun to play that game with somebody else too. Um, then, uh, I played a bit of, uh, actually kind of relevant to maybe somebody out there listening. Uh, I played a bit of, I have some friends that we like to play military shooters. Um, they're kind of like the people I play those kinds of games with. Um, they're my, like, uh, like we got into rainbow six siege together and stuff like that. Um, so we all were interested in this postscriptum game. What was that? I thought Alex was saying something. Um, uh, we got into this. We we were all curious about this postscriptum game. It's this new World War II shooter. Um, it's not very good. It's in open beta. <laughs> they call it open beta, but you have to buy the game to play the open beta. Which immediately I was like, eh, I don't know about this, but <laughs> so open. I'll, I'll take the plunge and risk needing to get a refund. Uh, it's not very good. I don't know. It's very like, it's kind of doing like a bit of an arma thing with world war two shooting in a way that is not very entertaining and it looks like garbage the screenshots are misleading they look really pretty but when you actually play it in motion it's terrible looking so i don't know bailed out of that um but we played some other shooters rainbow six that kind of stuff but i did start uh more interestingly waypoint vices gaming uh network is doing a kind of game club waypoint 101 is what they call it for shadow run dragonfall so i did check out some of that uh kind of squeeze that in today um that game is really cool and you should play it it's not on sale anymore it was on sale in the summer sale but the next time you see shadow run games on sale shadow run returns and dragonfall are very good dragonfall is only 15 bucks normally um but it's a really cool game if you like XCOM-y kinds of games at all. It's got a combat system similar to that. It's turn-based, but then it has a really, really awesome storyline with really great writing that's sort of set in the Shadowrun 
universe, which is like cyberpunk plus trolls and elves and orcs and magic. Um, it's very cool. Warhammer. Uh, I, I don't. So it's kind of like Warhammer, except that it's um, set more current. Like it's, it's set like Shadow One Dragonfall set in Berlin. Um, Shadow One Returns was set in Seattle. Seattle's kind of like the nexus of the Shadow Run universe because uh, Jordan Weissman, the guy who created it, was originally a pen and paper RPG. The guy who created it is from Seattle. Um, so his uh, that was kind of why he set the initial setting was there. But it's not that far in the future. It's like 2249 or something is the timeline. Um, and the uh, 2054, actually, not even that far. The idea is that in 2012 instead of a Mayan apocalypse, what happened was uh, the elder races reawakened and magic came back to the world and like trolls and elves and stuff started being born. Um, And then with this like magical world also evolving alongside it was a cyberpunk dystopia. So by 2054 you're in full on like deckers hacking into the matrix and uh but then also like elves casting magic spells uh on on people and stuff so it's a really cool mix of the two themes for sure interesting i i i've already got so many things that i need to be playing but also i kind of want to i've heard good things about that series so i want to j- dive in and a waypoint 101 seems like a good excuse. Yeah, I played <laughs> Returns. After wow. Yeah. Well, that's your mistake. <laughs> I played. Uh, I played Returns when that game came out. I was very pumped for it. Um, that was kind of early on. And Hairbrain Schemes, the people who made it, they also made BattleTech this year. They've made um, the Shadowrun games. Uh, so they're they're they've got some chops now. They're actually headed by Jordan Weissman, who created BattleTech and and mech warrior and um crimson skies and shadow run and mage knight all of that stuff uh so he's kind of at the helm of the studio which is part of why the stuff that he originally wrote is so good now but shadow run returns is good but dragonfall is more open-ended it's got like actual side quests and more of an open world so it feels a little bit more like a infinity engine rpg whereas shadow run returns is extremely linear it's a very good story and it's a very important story to the shadow run universe but they're not tied together in any way aside from taking place in the same universe. The characters don't cross over between them. So you can pick any of them up whenever. All right. Well, uh, one last thing I wanted to talk about was uh, games. Gamescom is coming up Mm. and uh, Microsoft, I think major Nelson was out there saying that I think initially the announcement said they were going to have new hardware at Gamescom. Uh, but that was later revised to uh, bundles and accessories, new new accessories. And I'm curious what, what y'all think we're going to see at Gamescom and what accessories do you think Microsoft has? Uh, uh, I heard I heard someone pitch uh, mouse keyboard support for the Xbox One. Oh, that would be bad. I was figuring more like a new, like an updated Elite controller, probably. Mm-hmm. 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 I could see that. I could see that. Connect 3.0. Oh. Uh, there's a Connect there's a in the Museum of Pop Culture in Seattle right now that you can play the Iron Man Connect game on. 
in the Marvel exhibit. It's awful. Anyway. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were going to say the Iron Brigade, and I was like, hell yeah. That'd be great if in the Marvel exhibit there was just an Iron Brigade. You know, you totally could, though, because it's just an Xbox plugged into that TV. You could probably sneak a copy of Iron Brigade in there. It's not like in a box. Weird. Wait, what was uh, that? Oh, what was that Connect game? The tank, and it was terrible. Steel Battalion. Or not tank mech, rather. Steel Battalion. Yeah, Steel Battalion. That was that thing was a whole pile of shit. Yeah, and you know, Steel Battalion was like one of the coolest Xbox One original games ever. OG, OG Xbox. OG Xbox, not Xbox One. Steel I, Battalion was a mech game where you had to buy a two hundred and fifty dollar controller. That, that's the new accessory that would be great if they put out a steel battalion <laughs> controller for xbox one i would buy that thing <laughs> in a heartbeat. it's so big i only i only ever saw it like at game at game crazy yeah that's where i so, saw it too it was so big yeah, it's, it's so one of those cool. things where i feel like i i want to try it out but i don't know if i necessarily want to own it because i don't I do. want to spend that much <laughs> but i I want to try the giant mech controller i could very much promise you that i want to spend 250 dollars on a mech controller you know that that doesn't surprise me (laughs) i i actually recently had my 300 dollars in throttle stick and rudder pedals shipped to me from my mother in michigan (laughs) wow (laughs) hey you gotta do what you gotta do at least he doesn't have like a full cockpit at least i'm not subscribed to wow (laughs) <laughs> you know <laughs> at least you're not subscribed to wow i like world of warcraft i don't know why i'm doing this no 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 you're no he, he you're deserves right it. you're right <laughs> i do deserve it you know what's fucked up a month of wow costs the same as Shadowfall dragon run or whatever shadow run dragon shadow fall dragon run i want to yeah, play that <laughs> Shadowrun Dragonfall. Uh, but yeah, uh, any other any other thoughts on what we might see at Gamescom? From and, Microsoft specifically? Uh, no, from anybody. I'm really interested to see what Valve is bringing to Gamescom. Mm-hmm. Did it, uh, is it what? <laughs> no, Valve has said they're going to be at Gamescom. Uh, yep. Yeah, okay. Uh, um, what does Gamescom, mean? Like, like they were at Anime Expo. <laughs> no, one machine it, running left for dead too. Sounds more real than this, uh, like or than that. It it sounds like uh, they'll probably have. I don't think they're going to do anything insane, but it sounds like they'll probably have artifact and uh, potentially in the Valley of Gods on display there, because mm-hmm. um, that is now a Valve game. Uh, yeah, so maybe, and then uh, probably a ton of porn games. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Man, I was uh, in the audience when they announced artifact, like at that that TI. And it was. Yeah, don't remind me that it was it's so. Not it was so funny. They're like yeah. big giant screen saying this new property from Valve, and everybody's like freaking out, and it looks all cool. And then they're like a trading card game, and everyone's yeah. just like, you can hear oh. people go, ah. It's funny. That game looks incredibly gorgeous, though, from what I've seen of gameplay. Like the 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 UI has a bit of a way to go, but I am very excited for that game in a way that I was. Not one of the people sighing and saying awe when it was announced, but I was not impressed when it was announced, we'll <laughs> say. Um, THQ Nordic, who was conspicuous, well, I don't even know the word I'm trying to say. Conspicuously, uh, conspicuously absent. Yeah, they were conspicuously <laughs> absent from E3 because of the World Cup. They had to get their pregame on. Uh start drinking early they did not show at e3 so i imagine we'll see whatever they have 
going they've got like i think i heard like 70 games or something they're <laughs> just i can't like, wait until they just rebrand to thq again yeah. and it's just thq again does does thq nordic own red faction are we ever going to see another red faction i think volition owns it actually now i think thq has volition now do they it doesn't say that on their wikipedia but that maybe isn't accurate uh I think. Well, didn't they buy Deep Silver? Oh man, maybe uh, I haven't been following that super yes. closely. Yes. Well, did did they buy Deep Silver? No, they don't own Deep Silver. Deep Silver is a separate thing, and Deep Silver owns Volition, and Volition is now called Deep Silver Volition LLC. No, okay, this article from February fourteenth, twenty eighteen, says THQ Nordic acquires Deep Silver, meaning Saints Row is back at THQ. Oh, well, then Wikipedia is fucking wrong. <laughs> Submit a change. Uh, needed. T- according to the same article, THQ, Nordic, and Co- Coke, Koch, Media. Coach, had, yeah. I don't know. It's not the not the bad one and have uh cock media <laughs> have a combined 50 games in development uh 50 game projects in development uh 17 of those have been announced as of december 31st 2017 while 33 remain unannounced and one of those unannounced titles is a new triple a game from saints row developer volition is it gonna be the sequel to agents of mayhem it was probably agents of mayhem 2 and then that was not received well and they had to scramble when did Agents of Mayhem come out? October, I think. September, somewhere in there. A while ago. I don't. I don't think they were. Maybe they were working on a sequel. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. It, I could see that them thinking Agents of Mayhem was going to blow up. It's really too bad too, because if that game had been like fifteen bucks, I bet people would have been like, "Hey, this is a cool, dumb little fifteen dollar thing." But or if it oh. had multiplayer. I don't even really want to play a multiplayer. I just think it's a. I, fun. I just think that would have helped that game. Maybe. I just think it's fun. It's not worth $60. I got it on sale for like $8 or something. And for that, it was like, yeah, I played this for two days and it was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, so I imagine we see, I what is that Kung Fu mouse game or whatever? The Bio, Bio, Bio. Oh, Kung yeah. Bio no. Is that what <laughs> yeah, Google Files. Bioforge. Bio no, no. Boyforge. Bio, Bio <laughs> is correct. Man, uh, they should yeah. make a new Bioforge, though. <laughs> should they? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so I imagine we see like some more Biomutant and Darksiders 3, obviously, because they announced that. They're like, hey, this is coming out. I don't know. Like, so th- we knew that game existed. It like leaked, and then it had like a Game Informer cover story, didn't it? Or something. Yep. yep. Game Informer. They, like, yep. they put out footage. They skip E3. And then. They put like, out more footage after E3, though. Like, there's yeah. recent footage of Darksiders. Because they announced that it's coming out this year. Yep. I'm just Does anyone care about Darksiders 3? I. Passively? Theoretically. I, I want to. I think. That's. <laughs> I think like I haven't like the first stuff they showed was so early is like yeah no okay this looks like a dark sider game uh I like the idea of like the character they have going um, she's cool I I want to play it 
I just out in like December though, so it's gonna be. It like just a... seems everything I've seen from it looks, aside from the character being uh, neat, um, it looks so generic. Just so much like it's just a character action game with some light puzzle solving and dungeon crawling. I'm, I mean, you just played all the God of War games, so I could see why that might not be doing it for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> be a little burned out on it. it is. That uh, could be what it is, but I don't know. It just there's uh, nothing. Yeah. There doesn't seem like there's any hook there that's exciting about it, other than it's got a Darksiders name and that character's got cool hair, like and a know. whip. Yeah, and Some a whip. Whips in video games. There's, but there's so much more exciting video games with whips in them than Darksiders three. Name three. Uh, Castlevania, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, and that new game by him. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Ten games with a better whip than Brothers. Okay, I have to do some some digging, but I'll get you a list. Uh, Soul Calibur Six. Um, Indiana Jones and the Infernal Machine. Yes! Yeah! That's a more exciting game than Darksiders. <laughs> Is that like a point-and-click adventure game? No, oh, no it was like a third-person. Uh, like oh, yeah. I, I never played it. I... That was like the uh, old Tomb Raider games. Uh, it was there were okay. also point-and-click adventure games with Indiana Jones, too. Okay, well, my last question, because we ended up down this THQ hole, what what do you want to see? What of these 33 unannounced games, supposedly, what would you like to see from THQ Nordic? You draw. Do you want want to see them bankrupt themselves? Yeah, I want to see them sink themselves again, because they never learned their lesson. Yeah. The THQ license for that hot you draw license. <laughs> uh, I want to see Aquinox return. Nobody knows what Aquinox is. I'm aware of it. I didn't play it much. I think I, I like. I have a game in my head, but I don't know if it's the right one. It's a submarine six degrees of freedom shooter. It's so cool. Yep. Okay, that's not the right one then. <laughs> <laughs> Titan Quest is coming out on the Switch, so that's there's probably only thirty two games. That that's pretty announced. awesome, actually. Titan Quest wait, is a really good game. Wait, was okay? They announced a new they announced a new Stalker game, right? And that was THQ, wasn't it? Uh, I don't think so. yes, yes it was. But I don't think those developers think... are the same. They don't okay. work there anymore. That game's also set for like twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty. Agatha really? Christie, yeah. new Agatha Christie game. Oh man, I'm no. looking at the list of their properties. <laughs> yeah, <I agree. laughs> yeah, no, what about? I don't know if anybody else is in the motherfucking power of Jesus. Oh my god, yeah, that was on the list of things I was going to say aloud. Did, um, does does Uke still exist? Can they make more wrestling games? No, I think they no. I um, think they jumped in buying it, but uh, they ported the Wii game Deblob to Switch. Yeah. So if they made another one, but like with more modern game design, I would actually be really interested because I I haven't played it in years, so I don't know if it's like if it's held up or anything. But I really liked that game when it was uh, on Wii. So that game was hella endearing. <laughs> It was. 
guys. Very good. And so they ported it. So who knows? What if they made a new Trader's Gate? A what? what? No one played Trader's Gate. <laughs> what? I don't know <laughs> what that is. <laughs> it's a point like adventure game where you're a spy. Yo, give me give me some of these hot SpongeBob games. <laughs> oh God. Wait, maybe they're going to bring back like um, the cartridges. Like they'll put some episodes of '90s cartoons and early 2000s cartoons on cartridges that you put into your Switch. Oh my God! So like, everybody yeah. wants that. That's, that's their response to people wanting Netflix on the Switch. It's the same yep. Nintendo. But <laughs> <laughs> only like three like random episodes too. It's mm-hmm. not going to be like a season or anything. It's going to be just a couple of episodes of SpongeBob or whatever. Dude, like, if we could, if we could have looks- hit. Yeah, I was gonna say hit clips on your switch. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm glad we had the same thought. <laughs> yeah, went to the same place. <laughs> Wait, they own Nova Logic? Uh, maybe I guess I don't know. Nova Logic made really cool flight simulators. Oh, uh, they put? Do they put malware in it? <laughs> <laughs> I got news for you. They put malware in everything. Uh, oh, oh, you changed the uh, change the wrist straps on the switch to those slap bracelets oh my god yes <laughs> so they, they have the rights to yoga Wii. they should make yoga switch just stand, are you just gonna stand on your switch you stand on your switch exactly <laughs> yes <laughs> you connect a joy con to each hip and then like swing them around then they own a the, property that is just a game switch. about opening safes oh but andre could you imagine that? Just feeling the HD rumble up there on your hips. Oh yeah, the, the fat just slides right off. <laughs> THQ Nordic, big things. Uh, I, I look forward to the new SpongeBob game coming from THQ Nordic, announced at Gamescom. Real talk: Did they ever? They, did they still own Homefront? No. Crytek uh, did. Yeah, Crytek bought yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. then didn't, I don't know who who owns who owns Crytek. That's a good question. <laughs> Amazon. <laughs> Probably uh, like ten cents at some point. Oh, did wait? Didn't Deep Silver own Cry? And no, oh, Crytek owns themselves right now. Well, the Yearly family owns them, but the Yearlies are the founders. They're like the people who run the company. So Crytek is independent right now. Yeah. Huh. What? That's what I want at E3 or at oh, okay, no, Crytek, and... Crytek sold the rights to the game to Coke Media. And so oh. THQ Nordic does have Homefront. Sweet. So, and in all seriousness, uh, I think that the Homefront games are bad, but I think that you could, in much the same way that you could slap the Prey name, like the way that Bethesda and Arcane put the Prey name on a fucking awesome immersive sim, you could make a game called Homefront that is really good, that plays on some of the themes that that game had been working, those games have been working on. Um, And I could see being excited about something with that. I feel like we have to hide in corpses, corpse pile. (laughs) But I feel like that name is so very tarnished that... Like, like yeah, Prey, but, ha- Prey had some people that liked it back in the day. I don't yeah, think anyone liked like Homefront, Homefront though. Uh, like, there's some like, people, the, especially Homefront Revolution. It did some pretty interesting narrative things here and there, and like the concept of the world that it existed in. I definitely remember at least people like Austin Walker were talking about how it was like it just if only there was a good game behind what it was trying to do. Hmm. No, what? No, what's the problem? It's not THQ. 
but are we ever going to see another Duke Nukem game? Speaking of things dragged through the mud. I <laughs> fucking hope not. Probably. I don't know. I feel like eventually there will be one, but He's not. He's going to be the fucking bad guy in Borderlands 3. Ugh. <laughs> that sounds like the right trajectory for that series. One of the classes in Borderlands 3. <laughs> the God, John St. John class. But then they'll have some uh, one line DLC. Code. There'll be one line of code that makes Duke Nukem the worst character, and then someone will fix it ten years later, and that game will be playable. <laughs> Only one line that makes Duke Nukem bad. Oh man, I that think. was that was a THQ game, wasn't it? The Aliens thing. No, well, it was so a Gearbox was, game. Oh, right, right, right. Sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> but that game is one of the reasons why I have a a pretty groundbreaking theory that's that Gearbox sucks ass. Uh, Gearbox hasn't made a good game other than like Borderlands, I guess. Yeah, maybe. Gearbox has made one and a half good games: Borderlands One and Borderlands Two. <laughs> I mean, one and a half. The gameplay in Borderlands 2 is excellent, <laughs> but the writing in that game is repulsive. Brothers in Arms, do people like those games? I cried no. during Borderlands 2. What? Was it because you were so sad? Because it was. Did Tiny Tina make you mad? Oh, God. Tiny Tina is. She's terrible. Yeah. I like you Ashley know? Birch, but man, that character. Too, I'm glad man. that she's gotten a good uh, voice acting career beyond Tiny Tina. <laughs> I'm glad that yeah. she's gotten good writing. <laughs> Well, yeah. I liked I liked the Dungeons and Dragons DLC they did. That was pretty silly. Oh man! I like I never even got. I that understand part. why people don't like Tiny Tina, but like I I didn't mind her. Uh, I, what's his... at the time I I didn't hate her, but like I've played it again more recently and it super does not hold up. She's not even my biggest issue with that game. Like it was it was like the tenth time that. Um, Handsome Jack came on and said something that made me angry and then the what's his <laughs> name the brick for the version of the the soldier guy with the big fists when he said cool story bro for like the eighth time in like 15 <laughs> minutes that's when I was like fuck this game I'm done I don't want to listen to this shit anymore <laughs> I, I spent 135 hours playing Borderlands 2 I mean the gameplay is by myself yeah, I, you know, I played through both of those games with Xavier when we were dating, and, and I don't know. I hold a special place in my heart for Borderlands that's, because of that. <laughs> yeah, that's totally fair. I, I don't. I I wouldn't. I'm not trying to take it away from anyone, but man, they were Borderlands Two was pushed me away very quickly. But it's fun to play, though. It's a fun. Yeah. It it feels fun. And and if you have somebody beside you that's like, wait, let's keep playing this game. I totally get it. So I'm not really trying yeah. to argue. But there's like a lot of very fun to play games, and there's yeah. very fun to play games that don't like repulse me. So <laughs> <laughs> that was why I just couldn't even stick with Borderlands. I played it for like eight hours, and then it was like, Ugh, can't like, do it anymore. I can see having a much lower tolerance for it if you're not like talking to somebody the whole time. Yeah, I made it through the first game because I had someone to play it with co-op. Um, but the second one, like, I played it at a time when no one that I knew was playing it, and it just oh, wasn't man. enough to get me through. Isn't Gearbox is making, like, a 1v1 shooter card game thing? That sounds cool. It'll be Project bad because it's Gearbox, but... I think, or something? I don't know. It's got some dumb name. It'll be I think bad that's that. It's Maybe it's someone else. I don't know. Uh, any, I don't know. Anyone have anything else they want to bring up, talk about? Any 
news or anything? The biggest reason I'm salty about Gearbox isn't Borderlands is because I believed in uh, Battleborn and then it was terrible and they sent it out to die. <laughs> That's where my grudge grade. comes from. Your hobby grade activities. <laughs> you don't have enough hobbies. Wow. That's what I, what I think about that. <clears throat> I didn't. And then, and then Battleborn came out and I thought it would be a hobby of mine and then it was hot garbage. <laughs> And for two or three months, I was in denial about the fact that it was hot garbage. I was like, no, but, you know, there's some interesting stuff going on here. Uh, I'll check back in with you about the crew in two months. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome to. <laughs> I'm pretty uh, much like the difference is that I'm not trying to convince myself that the crew is better than it is. No, I just am like, yeah, no, eh, it's fun. I get why people hate it. Yeah, no, I got to give you time to go through the stages, you know, denial, acceptance. Like, you're one to talk right now. You're the one who just resubscribed to WoW. That's a good point. (laughs) Hey, no, you know, I know it's a mistake. Uh, I don't, like, I I regretted it. I regretted it almost immediately. I also have now done everything you can possibly do in the crew. Um Whereas Battleborn, I played for like four hours and in like one hour periods, once a month for three months. <laughs> Just kept telling myself it was going to get good. <laughs> maybe if you had gotten good and put in the time, maybe yeah, I wasn't dedicated to the hobby, that's for sure. You weren't hobby grade enough. You know what is hobby grade? This podcast. Yeah, uh, I'd call this a hobby. Uh, <laughs> And, you know, sometimes you have to, you know, when you're done, you got to pack up your hobby nice and neat, organize it, put it away, put it up on the shelf for, you know, the next time. Never never to be seen by people. <laughs> put it in a, a wooden box organizer that you use three hours you put it in. You put it in your box of shame and you put it up on the shelf uh, in a nice nondescript box. And you say, oh, those are my Christmas ornaments. Yep. <laughs> And then uh, don't worry about those pillow covers. They're fine. You are uh, like 10 pine box derby cars in there. And you sneak a little bowl of poutine in there for Alex. <laughs> so he can survive till the next time. Wait, is the idea that we're putting each other in tiny boxes? <laughs> like getting the borrowers? You, give, you, you throw a little BB-8 in there to keep Alice in company. <laughs> Honey, I shrunk the podcast. <laughs> And then, uh, you know, he give a little rhythm game, like a, just for, like a rock band unplugged on a, is that, was that the DS one? Yeah. yeah. Throw that in there for uh, Erica. I was going to say, I a t- hate that's my brand. I was going to say a tiny, <laughs> I was going to say a tiny Kenny Omega, but that works too. Ooh, ooh, you could get one of those little tiny Neo Geo cabinets that's not real that like you have, to, has the itty bitty screen on it that's coming out. Put that in there and it'd be like a full size cabinet. You could throw a tiny little Neo Geo in there for Pat. Yeah, that's my favorite thing is to play Neo Geo games. And the the one the one that remains is pretty obvious. It's a little tiny copy of Edith Finch. Yeah, that's what I really need. Kill the model of the house from Edith Finch and put me in it. I meant that for Sam. Yeah, no, it's that's. Oh my god. Okay, I I gotta talk to you guys. Uh, No, you know what? 
he's not going to listen to this or by the time he does we should <laughs> we should send <laughs> we should send pat or we should send sam a copy of edith finch as a wedding present That's a great <laughs> idea. let me see if there's a way to do that i know which hotel he's staying at in america so for his honeymoon get his, get his full address tell him that you need it for reasons <laughs> is there a, oh man is, is there a physical copy of Edith's friend? I'm finding that out now. There is. It's thirty dollars, so. though. <laughs> well, there's five of us. That's, <laughs> yeah. That's true. It's, it's, it's actually quite lovely looking. Only the best. Is that okay? We maybe we need to do this. Allison, uh, did, did they ever? Did they ever show off what the actual real dolls inside thing was, or is that still in the in the air? I think that's still in the. I I haven't heard what it is either way. Yeah, I feel like we would have heard about it if it right. was out there, that's, right? That's the thing. I feel like we we like collectively one of us would heard of, would have heard about it. I'm googling it right now. <laughs> <laughs> when is that Inside Collector's Edition? I'm googling Inside Real Doll. Is that a bad idea? No, that's exactly what I did, and I'm like, maybe that's not the phrase I want to. But um, it doesn't seem like it's out yet. Yeah. Pre, are pre-orders open now? I thought they were supposed to. Or I don't even know. No, they're they're gone. I think okay. they've. I think the pre-orders are done. Holy God! Do not look at images with that search. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that's weird. That's yeah. I did look at the foot. Yeah, it's weird. That's weird. What? It's not even just what? like sex dolls. It's like just inside weird dolls that are dolls and real <laughs> inside real life dolls <laughs> well i think that's gonna do it for this episode of gaming <laughs> fix uh alex where can we find you and your little bowl of poutine uh google inside real dolls and hit the images key and you will see me as the 37th result <laughs> i'm feeling lucky uh, okay and allison you and your little tiny little bb8s Yes, you can find me and my tiny little BBs. Although I don't don't have any pictures, at my Twitter at w r i t e r s e r e n y t y. And Erica, where will people not, or I guess maybe find you in your Japan travels? Yeah, um, actually, you should probably follow me on Instagram if you want to do that. It's at Erica, spelled the same way as my Twitter, but you could also follow there. A i r e h c u h. Um, yeah, I'm going to be gone for three weeks in Japan, so I'll be posting lots of pictures probably there and Facebook. And Patrick? So I'm going to describe the 37th image in this Google image search. <laughs> uh, people, it's like, just, it's uh, a picture uh, of Alex. It's Alex. <laughs> holding uh, bubble tape, like hubba bubble bubble tape, and it says DIY out of the side of it instead of unrolling it like a normal person yeah uh so i'm gonna imagine that the person who has these finely manicured hands and fingernails holding this bubble tape must be alex you have blue uh, nails alex i'm looking at it too <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 uh so i you can find me at gamingconfidence.com um yeah all right you can find me on twitter at cool slaw c-o-o-l-s-l-4-w because i'm leet like that uh that's gonna so do it for I, wait yeah. one question 
about the Pornhub cool slaw account. If I start <laughs> linking to our website from there, does that help our SEO or does that hinder it? Then it hinders Andre's ability to ever get a job again. <laughs> no, it helps our it helps and it also can't be tracked back. Like you can't track the link to I mean, I technically mean, you could, but an employer is not going to do that. I mean, I just have to go find be like, hey, the Pornhub thing. That's also it's not, me. Like, it's not me. Yeah, just be upfront. Just say, so there's a Pornhub account. That's like the first thing you say. After you shake <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll sure get you a job. 100%. I want to address the elephant in the room. <laughs> You've probably found my work. <laughs> put that on my resume as like a oh my podcast if, if i was an established professional i i would totally put that as like the link on my cool slaw and then they would just redirect to i don't can you make that redirect can you make I don't another think website so. blank redirect i wish no. that'd be pretty good but what if we just uploaded all our videos to that account Oh my God, that's a really good idea. We, that is a really good idea. That's a really good idea. Allison is not amused. She also wants to find a job again someday. Yeah, you know, I'd like that. I'd like to be employable. I mean, but we don't have to like say like it just they just get uploaded. It's we don't. Just have a to really it. big fan of ours. And specifically of Andre's. <laughs> Alex is my biggest fan. Uh, oh, okay, boy. well, well, we gotta. I've got to talk to a man about buying a copy of Edith Finch. <laughs> Do they yeah. have friends with Sam on Steam? He already owns it, I guess. So yeah, we need to. Yeah. He probably yeah. owns it on PS4. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Hmm. I'll own multiple copies. Pool, pool, pool. I bet we could buy him one through GOG and just oh, yeah. <laughs> email address. I think we could buy him like five through GOG. Yeah. They're probably like a couple bucks a piece. Okay, well we'll twenty dollars right we'll, now still. Big, okay, it's on sale though, it sounds like. I don't know. But that's that's doable with four dollars each. But uh, okay. Uh, that'll do it for episode twenty nine of Gaming Fix. Yeah. Uh, please tune in next week when Hmm. I, I don't even. I don't know what's gonna happen next week. I think we Sam about, will be gone. Too, we talk about so. Octopath Traveler more. Let's let's be real. We <laughs> talk about Octopath Traveler, and I'll probably. Talk, I don't know. I'll, we'll keep it a surprise. Keep you guessing. That's what we like to do here. I'll be eating it. I. I'll be as a sneak peek. At seven a.m. What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> seven a.m. <laughs> There's a chance I won't be here next week because I have a friend in town. But as Sneak Pete, uh, I bought a Razer phone. So I'm going to be playing some phone games. <laughs> Ooh. Dragon Ball Legend. I, I like to hear how those 95 so, hertz help with wordscapes. So, uh, it's 120 hertz. And Dragon Ball Legends is one of the phone, one of the games that is officially supported by the whole thing. <laughs> so I will probably have that game. It's 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 decently fun. Like yeah, for I'll a gotcha game. I'll let you know. But, I'll let you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, have a nice time, everyone. Uh, have a safe flight, Erica. Thank you. Yes. Congratulations to Sam and his lovely wife. Uh, yep. uh, yeah. Happy trails. Yeah. Bye I'll now. see you in like two weeks. Oh yeah. That's the, weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Sounds Erica's good. Erica's gonna but, have 
filled out the the podcast bingo card way more than anybody else. Like, I got to drive and go find Alex because then I can at least match it by tracking down Andre this holiday, too. Yeah. I'm missing I Sam on his honeymoon in New York. Oh, you're missing him. I'm okay, missing great. Him. So then yeah. if I can get two, I'll be in the lead. <laughs> yeah, he's there, like, while I'm already in Japan, so... Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Well, we can discuss our meeting plans. We don't want other people to come find us. Yeah. <laughs> That's preferable. I will be with Erica at these geographic locations. Um, oh man, that reminds me. I I I booked like a thing like uh Airbnb's all fucked up in Japan right now, so they is. gave us like credit for like first of all, we're staying at our Airbnb completely free, which is awesome. And then for the one we're staying in for Kyoto and then uh they gave us some credit to use on experiences which I guess is like I don't know shit you that could do there terrifying so we we picked a place that will teach us to make gelato art <laughs> and- what <laughs> that's really good yeah, so, so we're doing gelato art in Kyoto, and the guy sent us coordinates to the store. <laughs> yes, I really so, hope that if if you and Xavier weren't going together, if it was just one of you going, I would be like, you're totally gonna get murdered. <laughs> I need to get pictures from gelato art. I, I need it. Yeah. Thank you. So your mom thinks I'm gonna murder you. Not this really? Did you tell your mom that there, that you were gonna go meet someone to teach you gelato <laughs> art based on coordinates you received? I didn't. I That's so said. much worse than I'm gonna beat my friend that I podcast <laughs> with. At an amusement park, too. It's like, no, let's go find these coordinates for gelato art. <laughs> It's a dude named Mickey. <laughs> also, every, That's not a Japanese name. Every time. God, is it, is it every Tokyo Disney or what? Now I'm going to give them coordinates instead of my address. <laughs> like, it gave me coordinates and a map, which is an X on it. <laughs> this is a serial killer. I mean, it's going to be an interesting experience for sure, but it's not a gelato art. That's not what you're using your experience credit for. Okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> trying to wrap up this podcast but it just keeps these layers go long apparently (laughs) my map with the x on it coordinates (laughs) so i don't know i'll I'll, if you guys don't hear from me after august 4th (laughs) it was mickey the gelato guy (laughs) oh that gives me cover okay good (laughs) yeah it's the day after actually that i'm oh man all right well, uh, that's uh, lovely talking with you all, as always. For real, we're stopping now. Bye. Uh, goodbye, everyone. Uh, once again, safe trip, Erica. And, Thank you. Uh, all the rest of you all have incredibly dangerous trips wherever you're going. <laughs> like, you know, spikes and like, fast and furious stuff. I don't know. Yep. Fast and furious stuff. I'm going to go find Alex. Hashtag YOLO. <laughs> You get a parachute, you gotta drive out of a plane, parachute into Alex's parking spot in front of his house. <laughs> That's what all the Fortnite's for. It's practice. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, that's a podcast. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.